What's going on, everybody? Brad here for a bonus episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. And today, we're going to be talking about the final season of Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous. They released a teaser trailer uh, for the Netflix series, which debuts its fifth season and final season on July 21st of this year. So after Jurassic World Dominion hits, we're going to get the fifth and final season of Camp Cretaceous. And uh, yeah, this is it. Uh, The log line here, let me go ahead and read this. This is from a press release email that I I received and it says the arrival of Kenji's father Mr. Khan renews hope of a rescue for the campers but as the nefarious plans of Manicor come into focus and one of the camp fam turns on their own the others must band together if they want to save the dinosaurs and ever make it home So yeah, it seems like this is going to be the big final test for our group here. I'm interested to see what happens. I have no idea. I can't wait to find out. But we do have some information from Entertainment Weekly. So Entertainment Weekly was the original source for the trailer, the images, and and a little bit of information. Um, But they have an interview here from Scott Kramer, uh, who is the producer, executive producer on Camp Cretaceous. And Scott says... In this final season, our camp fam will be challenged like never before. They will face new threats, dinosaurs, and otherwise. Relationships will be tested, bonds will be broken, and in some cases, changed forever. It's all been leading up to this. Even after everything our heroes have struggled to overcome over the course of the series, the odds against survival have never been greater. The danger has never been more real, and the stakes have never been higher. So nothing too groundbreaking in that statement there. Pretty much anything that you would have heard after season one. It's like, hey, this is going to be a bigger season. It's going to be harder. The stakes have never been higher. Um, so pretty, you know, stereotypical thoughts there for for seasons, you know, after the first season. Um, I'm interested in this this plot line about one of the other camp members turning on their own and banding together. Um, and then, you know, Scott mentioning that relationships will be tested, bonds will be broken, and, and in some cases changed forever. Um, this little statement is accompanied by a picture of Kenji in a uh, collared shirt with a tie. And, of course, we know that on this Manicore Island, uh, his dad seemingly runs the show. Daniel seemingly runs the show on this this island. And, you know, he could be, you know, uh, the big bad guy of this season. So why wouldn't he, uh, why wouldn't Kenji, I guess, maybe think about switching sides? I can definitely see Kenji, you know, siding with his dad and be like, Dad, you know, uh, you, I know you would never do something wrong. I know I got to believe in you. I I, I trust you. Um, you know, he's ki- he kind of seems like the kid that that is definitely looking for his dad's approval all of this time. And... You know, he makes a lot of quips and jokes about how they're kind of distant and stuff like that. But I definitely think that there's there's going to be a lot of approval seeking in this season. And and he's, you know, maybe he's trying to follow in his dad's footsteps at some point. But I would assume that even if he does kind of stab the campers in the back for a little bit, I think he'll essentially, he I think he will definitely have their back in the end. I definitely think... Um, you know, he'll be there for them when, when he needs to be. But, um, I, again, I don't think any campers are going to be in too grave of danger for this season, but, 
Um, I do want to go ahead and take a look at the trailer. So why don't we just kind of go scene by scene here and just kind of walk through it together. All right, so as it gets started, we're basically seeing some shots from the past. We've got uh, Main Street. We saw the island, the canoe or something like that. Uh, I don't know. Um, and we get this uh, kitchen sequence with the Scorpius. It says the wait is Three, over. Two, one. I'm gonna have to stop. This is <laughs> this is gonna be one of those things that takes us like way too long because there's thousand there's like a thousand shots in 47 seconds. Um, all right, so going back here, the kids exit out a tunnel. Um, first off, actually going back a little bit farther, the EW article was like, well, it looks like the it looks like uh, Brooklyn, Sammy, and Kenji are gonna be having their own. Uh, Raptors in the kitchen sequence, and I'm like, yeah, it, yeah, we already got that last season. This is just a recap. Um, but moving forward, um, the kids exit out uh, one of those tunnels. It kind—I of, don't know if this is like a new scene or not. It could have just been any season from or any moment from season four. But they're exiting out, and the sky or the the biome itself does not seem to be working anymore. I'm trying to see what kids are here. So, no Darius in this shot. Darius is in that shot. There's no Kenji. So, I think it's very clear as far as, like, who's the backstabber here in this situation. Um, but they exit out, and the, like I said, the biome is not working. There's, like, a big warning sign up in the sky. This is very Hunger Games-esque here. Um, there's a shot here of a dock, which I think is pretty interesting, uh, if I can find it. All right, so a boat, a big futuristic-looking boat has arrived at a dock, and there are vehicles which seem to be automated, and they do say mana, Manta on the side. Um, I don't see a corp logo but or anything like that, but there might be. Um, but they seem to be like, you know, self-driving vehicles that very much look like they could be storage units um, or dinosaur containment units of some sort. I'm looking at you, Sayono Santos, and that uh, Mattel toy that has the Atrociraptor cage with it. Um, something along those lines. It kind of looks like this transport vehicle that is taking dinosaurs from this boat to Manacore Island if you're watching the clip, they are moving into the island and not off of the island. So I'm thinking at this point that dinosaurs are moving from probably Nublar to Manicor uh, Island, whatever this place is called. Who knows? Um, but yeah, it seems likely that that is the case. And the kids are over uh, are watching over this whole thing a la Raiders of the Lost Ark with Indiana Jones looking over um, or... Uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom as they're looking over the dock area and stuff like that uh, but let's keep moving forward Daniel is in the uh, A control room overlooking the island and you see the biomes and the whole island and a lot of text that is just gibberish and you can't understand it a T-Rex here which I'm trying to see what this Rex is, but, you know, a lot of people are wondering if the Rex that's in this trailer is actually Rexy. Very well could be. It's hard to tell. Um, 
these shots are very, very quick. There's there's a shot of like a big footprint, a big, big footstep into some water. And then, I mean, it very well looks like Rexy with that brown color Rex. Um, it kind of looks like the, re the like the render that we saw. There's a lot of um, scrapes and claw marks and things on the nose of this dinosaur. So I don't know. Um, I can't really tell if this is like the big or little Edie or anything like that or or Rexy. But you know, there. I could if they are transporting dinosaurs off of Nublar, I could definitely see them attempting to get the Rex right. That would be pretty interesting if they headed out to Nublar with their drones and they're like, all right, now's our time. We're going to get this old Rex and get it off this island. And, I, you know, obviously it doesn't happen because we do see it in Fallen Kingdom, which still takes place after this because we I know we got the beginning portion of Fallen Kingdom, but the rest of the movie takes place years later. Um, but maybe this is Rexy. That could be interesting. We get a shot of Dilophosaurus here running uh, in some, you know, foggy area. Very much like the end of season four. Ooh, that was interesting. What was that? That was a tr uh, Stegosaurus almost taking out what I think is Kenji in his suit, maybe. Kenji in his... It's hard to say. I think it's Kenji, but... uh. Dr. May Turner is, uh, you know, saving whoever this is, probably Kenji, from a stampeding Stegosaurus. And then we get this infamous shot here that I know a lot of people are freaking out about. Um, going back here. There is this lineup of what seems to maybe be Toro. Is this Toro? I, I don't know. Um... The Spinosaurus, which, you know, very well seems like it's the Spinosaurus from Jurassic Park 3. That was in Season 4. And um, the Baryonyx, I think this is, might be Limbo from Nublar. So, um, and I, I don't know what Carnotaurus is, what if this is Toro or not, I have no idea. Um, but there's a bunch of, uh, you know, kind of mercenary-looking dudes, and also Daniel... Khan, uh, Kenji's dad here. The mercenary guys look like they're holding controllers in their hand. They actually don't look like they're holding tablets. I know previously in season four, we saw tablets being the control device um, for dinosaurs. But in this case, it looks like they almost have like video game controllers or something along those lines. Um, and I mentioned earlier that Soyono Santos Mattel set that has a controller in that cage. It actually actually has like a Kind of like a remote control for like a TV or something like that as the controller, I'm assuming, for the dinosaurs. So I know a lot of people, like I said, are freaking out about this moment in the the teaser here. So I want to like break it down for you because I feel like a lot of people are, you know, saying that this is not Jurassic or this doesn't feel right. And I understand that because like it is a big, you know, step in a different direction than we're used to, but Jurassic Park has always been about control. You know, there's that whole conversation in Jurassic Park about controlling the situation, and Ellie is like, you never had control. It was all an illusion. Um, and, it, you know, that whole movie is about control and, and controlling dinosaurs, controlling the situation, controlling this island, 
controlling chaos theory. Um, and then we subsequently see control just getting out of hand as these movies go on. Um, everybody thinks they have control. Ludlow thought he was going to attempt control yet again. Um, Jurassic World, you know, they thought they had control. Even Jurassic World is about controlling the dinosaurs with the training. You know, they're trying to control these velociraptors. Now, I know this is the part where a lot of people jumped off to begin with, where, you know, ah, I'm not into controlling dinosaurs. But again, this thread is, you know, we, we haven't really necessarily had a long thread of controlling dinosaurs via a, a, a specific remote control or chip or something. But this is the start, right? It has been layering in and, and uh, becoming a thing over the course of all of these years. Um, they didn't have the means to do that back in Jurassic Park or JP3 or The Lost World. Um, but they got to this point in Jurassic World where, you know, we're going to try to control these dinosaurs. Shortly after that, you know, with Camp Cretaceous, we're trying the chips. Even in Fallen Kingdom, you know, they didn't necessarily jump to that conclusion just yet with the chips and all that stuff. But they were trying to control this this uh, Indoraptor with sounds and signals and and things like that to be able to control that dinosaur for, you know, it's, you know, selling it off and, and maybe putting it into battle like Hoskins talked about initially. Um, and Dominion, the movie Dominion, if, if you, if you take, take that word Dominion and break it down, it literally means control. Um, so the, everything about this series is about control. So when Camp Cretaceous, you know, shows us, chipped dinosaurs and 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 the terror behind the face of one of these dinosaurs with firecracker that baby brachiosaurus that got to me really hard because that was hard to watch and and hard to watch a dinosaur fighting for its own sense of control um and you know i i kind of get where they're going with this and the fighting of dinosaurs and we're going to see a lot of that in dominion it seems like and you know, we always see these nefarious people come together. And uh, like I, I mentioned, the Hunger Games before, there's like a thousand movies that are all about these uh, underground rings of fighting and things and fight clubs and all this stuff that, you know, are all about pitting one thing against another. And why not Jurassic? Why not in a world where dinosaurs are freely roaming around and uh, people are maybe creating their own? Why wouldn't you have these kinds of scenarios set up so having the control of, over these creatures is essential i think and i think it's a natural progression to what jurassic park was setting in stone back in 1993 um so i i definitely buy into this this theory of controlling dinosaurs it, it's it's a natural step and you know uh i know somebody pointed it out online that, you know, dino dinosaurs are really no different than animals today where we try to do things like this. Humans try to do things like this with animals these days. And, um, you know, I don't know scientifically how far we've gone with chips and things like that, but we've tried every possible thing to control animals. And, uh, you know, humans over the course of existence have tried throwing them into war situations. We have police dogs. We have all these things. So I think this checks out. A lot of this stuff checks out. And maybe it looks a little bit silly, or maybe the implementation doesn't work when you have a character like Cash who is definitely 
you know, through the roof in terms of like believability at times. But um, I think it's a natural step in, in a direction of control and dominion over these creatures. And and um, it works for me. So I believe it. So when I see Daniel here facing off against something, uh, we don't we don't see what these dinosaurs are looking at or where they're heading. But it's interesting. It's interesting to me. And I, I'm I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt. I think when it's, when it came terms to uh, uh, what was what, did that make any sense? I don't think so. What when it when it came down to what was not believable for me in Camp Cretaceous season four, it wasn't really the control over the dinosaurs. I think that was one of the most interesting parts of season four. So I'm interested to see where it goes in season five, and uh, can't wait to. So let's keep moving on here through the trailer. Oh, <laughs> so we just saw a control over dinosaurs, right? And here we are going back in time to Jurassic Park. And in somebody's hands is the Barbasol can that Dennis Nedry held, that Dodgson handed off to him, that they put those embryos in and Dennis Nedry lost it in the middle of the jungle during a Dilophosaurus encounter. We don't know what is going on in this this very, very quick shot here. But somebody is holding this canister. It is tarnished. It is weathered. It is rusted. We don't see the Barbasol logo itself, so I don't know if they like specifically signed off on it. But also, this show doesn't necessarily show human writing. <laughs> it doesn't show any kind of English language or anything like that. Um, but we have somebody's hands here holding this rusted can. They've got a watch on. It doesn't necessarily look like a... I can't tell if it's like a brand new watch or some sort of retro watch. I can't tell whose hands these are. They are white hands, it looks like, but I, I, you know, I can't say for sure who they belong to. Um, at first, I was like, are these Cash's hands? Because I don't I don't want I don't I don't know if I want that, but I went back and looked and he does not have a watch on. So maybe ruling out cash. When does this take place? When is this? Where is this? Is this back on Nublar? Um is this you know being picked up in 20 uh, well, I guess the show takes place in like 2016 or 17 or whenever. Um is this you know current timeline in the in this series or is this a flashback within Camp Cretaceous? Are we going back in time? Is there a chance that maybe this is like Daniel or something like that? Because that would be interesting. Imagine if there was a cleanup crew back in 1993 or four, or sometime around there. Daniel's a part of this cr cleanup crew. He eventually becomes a, you know, very wealthy individual um, running his own company. Maybe it had something to do with this canister. That That's kind of like where my mind's going. And it, it you know, propelled him to do what he's doing now. That could be interesting. Or somebody's just on Nublar and they just stumbled across this can, uh, which I guess is very possible. I don't necessarily love that idea because I think it it tarnishes a lot of fun and cool, interesting theories for, you know, a moment like this in the franchise. 
You know, I have been waiting to see the Barbasol can since 1993. I think we all have, right? I have a decent theory for how it could tie into Dominion, which we definitely think this is going to be tying into Dominion. Uh, it seems like the Barbasol can could show up at any point in Dominion or could be referenced at any point. Um, I've been hoping for a flashback sequence in Dominion that shows, you know, uh, a rescue operation or Dr. Wu being tied into the events of that cafe sequence in the beginning of Jurassic Park, um, unbeknownst to Dennis Nedry being like the, the cleanup crew or something like that for Dennis Nedry to follow through with. Um, and then, Den and then, uh, Dr. Wu handing the, the instrument off to, Dodgson for some sort of, you know, safekeeping. It could be interesting to see in Dominion as a flashback. But if somebody finds this in 2016-17 on the island, then nothing ever nothing ever happens with this. Because there's no way that anything is viable from this canister. Uh, you know, it only was 36 hours or so, right? Is that what the, the, I think that's what they said. Um so it, it shouldn't be viable at any point in the future. That's why I've always wanted to see a flashback directly after the events of Dennis Nedry's death. I think that would be the best way to tackle that. But it wouldn't be, you know, a rusted mess after even days or hours or whatever like that. This is a, a canister that's been down there for a while. So... I don't really know what that could be, but um, maybe it's just an inciting incident or an inciting object for, you know, somebody like Dodgson or somebody like Daniel to go on to do bigger things, but um, not necessarily a active participant in creating new things like dinosaurs. So I don't know, but um, I'm very interested to see why or why this is showing up in this show how it could tie into Dominion. I just never had this on my my you know checklist here for, for Camp Cretaceous. I've been talking about it so frequently for Jurassic World Dominion that it just never crossed my list here for Camp Cretaceous. So my mind was blown. Let me just say that. Moving on here, let's see what else we got. We have... Again, I don't know what T-Rex this is, big or a little Edie, I don't know, swiping its tail towards Darius. We have, uh, this guy's name is Hawks or something like that, Hawk or Hawks, um, trying to chip what I believe is Toro. Um, so that is interesting. And he is just straight up riding this dinosaur, riding its back, right on its neck trying to uh, chip this Carnotaurus, and it's crazy. He's just, he's just like on the back of a bull, literally a Toro, like Toro just riding on the back, trying to, woo, yeehaw, just trying to chip the thing and uh, get it under control. Interesting. Sammy is very a la a Jurassic World moment of Zack and Gray jumping over a waterfall, is jumping over a waterfall in a, Pretty amazing shot of this camera following, and I mean camera as in like this digital camera following Sammy over this waterfall. We get landing feet on a dock, which I think is going to be safe to assume that this is Brand or Brandon. 
Darius's brother, who seemingly set off at the end of season four sometime to go find Darius, which, you know, Darius called from Manicore Island, but I don't necessarily think that his brother would just find this other island or triangulate the signal for a two-second call to find Darius on some other random island. So I assume this is Nublar, that he's going back to Nublar, and he is, you know, just going to the last place he knew Darius was because he knows he's alive, so he's got to be on Nublar, right? That's my best guess. And I think he eventually will meet up with his brother because it seems like they are going back to Nublar at some point. Maybe I don't think the camp fam is going there, but I think, you know, Manicor is going back to Nublar and they're taking these dinosaurs off. And I think Brandon will stow away, a la Fallen Kingdom, on this boat make his way over to uh, Manicor Island to meet up with his brother at some point. So I'm, I'm assuming at some point, you know, he'll be stalking around this island, come into contact with a few mercenaries or somebody or Daniel or Cash or somebody who's going to be like, oh, those pesky kids. And, and he'll be like, kids, Darius. And he'll just be like, I got to go, you know, track down Darius via these people who are on this island. So I feel like that's probably how that's going to go down. We do see a Brad X here stalking the crew in some sort of lab. We do get a shot of the desert again with the Spinosaurus and the tumbling thumb drive that contains the data to take down Dr. Henry Wu. Um, If you don't remember, there was that laptop in season three, I believe, that had all the data that, that Dr. Wu was looking for. They ended up destroying the laptop and salvaging the information on this thumb drive that somehow made it through the ocean and onto the island and is maybe still workable. I don't how do how do thumb drives work? Are they can you bring them in water? I don't think so, but this is a show, a TV show. So anything is possible. But I think it's uh, it's in moral, uh, you know, gra- but I think it's in grave danger here. So, is the Spinosaurus going to eat or step on this thumb drive, or are they going to get this information off of the island and, you know, hand it over to the authorities to eventually strip away Doctor Wu's title of Doctor, which we know he's no longer a Doctor in Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. So I think this thumb drive is the key to that plot. So moving on, Tranodons flying quickly. Kenji in his uh, nice attire with the tie. We do see another Rex here running away, running towards uh, Yaz and Ben. This is a bad situation. I don't know how they're getting out of this. And then we do see another Rex here where, I, you know, again, I can't really tell the coloring here. Um... But, you know, all these Rexes kind of look the same uh, outside of their colors. This render looks very much like a Rexy-style Rex, and you got the drones. I don't know. Um, Is it Rexy? Very well could be, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. But it could be. Um, And it is nighttime, and there's there's some new lighting on on the ground here, which I feel like I've seen that maybe on Manicore Island, but I don't, I can't say for sure. Um, it looks like maybe some lighting that could have been around um, 
that compound that cash was in. I don't know if that's the case or not. But we've got drones here hurting this dinosaur, maybe towards battle, maybe just, you know, just hurting it somewhere. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that was about it. Let's see what else we got. Camp Cretaceous logo. The final season, July 21st, Netflix. It's only 47 seconds, and I recorded, you know, probably 20-something minutes or so on the trailer uh, alone, the teaser trailer. We don't even have a legit trailer yet. Um, but a ton of information to be gathered from this. Very excited. Cannot wait to see what happens here. The Barbasol can controllable dinosaurs we get we're getting those brad x's again i i can't wait to see what happens with them uh you know brandon coming to the island kenji's dad maybe somebody like kenji switching sides i don't know maybe that's a red herring who knows but uh i can't wait to see how this all concludes i really am very very excited but ultimately i, I want to see this end in a way that gives us the possibility of a sequel series you know i haven't throwing this idea out there for you know the however long this show's been out here now but i do want to see a way to have the kids in the current timeline in between maybe uh fallen kingdom and dominion showcasing that they know the dinosaurs are out there in the wild and they see bumpy on tv or on somebody's cell phone footage because we need to satisfy what's going on with bumpy we can't just have Bumpy left on Nublar. That's not that's not good enough, you know? We don't want to see Bumpy stranded on Nublar, knowing very well that uh, a, a volcano is going to be erupting fairly soon, you know, in the next few years. Um, so let's have Bumpy be one of the Ankylosaurs that was taken off of the island and uh, taken to California. And then made its way through California and is now settling down somewhere, who knows where. But let let that be a story, and let the sequel series be titled Camp Cretaceous, you know, uh, something at home or whatever. Like, so that so they know they're, um, we know that the kids are safe at home. They're trying to track down these dinosaurs again. I could definitely see them being a part of, the DFW are working, you know, in a crew like that, like they're a very own DPG or something. Um, you know, I, I definitely have always wanted to see Ben witness Bumpy being alive in the States and be, and be like, I need to call all my friends and we got to get everybody back together. We got to get the gang back together uh, to go find Bumpy. And I want him to just call up Darius and be like, Darius, we got to go find Bumpy. And and they get the whole crew back together to go track down these dinosaurs and, and have these, you know, have it be like a, uh, you know, a supernatural type show. And I don't mean like it actually be a supernatural show. I just mean like, you know, in that show, it was the two brothers tracking down ghost stories and and uh, monsters and things every single week. I want it to be some sort of procedural like that, where it's like every week they get closer and closer to finding Bumpy and then uh, uncover a bigger plot or something like that. Entangle themselves into the storyline here with Jurassic World Dominion yet again. Um, but I think that could be interesting, and hopefully we get a sequel series announced, you know, 
sometime in July or after the show airs officially or whatever. I think that would be the best case scenario because we want we all want to see it continue, I think, and we want to see more Jurassic and more stories. And there's definitely a lot of stories to tell in between Fallen Kingdom and uh, Jurassic World Dominion on the state side of things. So that could be interesting. So here's hoping the final season of Camp Cretaceous is excellent. It's awesome. Hopefully it's well received by everybody. And hopefully it has some wonderful ties into Jurassic World Dominion and settles things out in a very, you know, satisfying way. So uh, we do have an article up on our website, JurassicParkPodcast.com. Tom was kind enough to write up an article right after the news broke. Um, And we'll include everything in there. Me and Tom also did a conversation over on Instagram. We we Instagram lived the... um, basically our reactions right away after that trailer dropped so go check out our instant reactions over on instagram live and uh of course follow us follow the podcast if you're not already i don't know where you're listening to this or how you're listening to it but it's on all podcasting platforms you can subscribe over on youtube like share hit that notification bell um we do a lot of content over on youtube please follow us on social media at Jurassic Park Pod on Twitter. I am at Brad Jost on Twitter. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Jurassic Park Podcast. We are on Facebook too, whatever. You don't have to follow that. We are on TikTok. Um, and we're, yeah, we're everywhere. So thank you so much for listening to this. I cannot wait to watch Camp Cretaceous Season 5 with all of you and talk more about it soon. So stay tuned for more content, Camp Cretaceous content in the near future here. And of course, Jurassic World Dominion content, toy content, uh, gaming content, everything related to the Jurassic franchise. Stay safe out there, everybody. Be kind to each and every person you come into contact with. And as always, enjoy.